the giant mo'o strutted across Hawaii's big island. While the mo'o was powerful in strength and magic, he believed he was the strongest of his siblings and wasn't afraid to prove his ruthlessness by taking whatever he wanted. The mo'o's eyes narrowed on the snow-capped Mauna Kea, the realm of Poliahu and her sisters. Then he faced the fiery Kilauea, the domain of Pele. The mo'o detested gods, especially goddesses, because they were merely women. These goddesses needed to be taught a lesson once and for all. The mo'o continued his walk and plotted the goddess's demise. He formulated a foolproof plan and found himself beside a beautiful waterfall. An enchanting voice halted the mo'o. He scurried beside the cliffs and discovered the mesmerizing voice came from the goddess Hina. Hina's intoxicating beauty sparked desire in the Mo'o. He went to claim Hina as his, but saw her wish her son, Maui, good luck in his fishing endeavor. These events set the stage for the battle of Maui versus the dragon, and this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 54, Maui versus the Dragon. I am Kamuala Kanashiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. You can support us by getting two or three of your friends to listen to our show. This simple request goes a long way in helping us grow our show. Do you have an unusual or unexplained Pacific experience? Well, send them to me via our website or feedback link in our show notes, so I may share them on future episodes. Also, our Apple Podcast listeners can now enjoy full show notes And don't forget to follow us today. Some of you may have noticed in our last episode, I suggested you go back and listen to our Mo'o episode, even though Mo'os were not mentioned. Well, it was to prepare you for this episode, especially our new listeners who've seen this episode's title and might be thinking, what's a Mo'o and where's the dragon? So, if you haven't done so already, please go back and listen to our last three episodes about Maui, Hawaii's dragons, the Mo'os, and Maui versus the eel, so you may have a deeper understanding of our subjects. For the rest of us, there's still some unpacking that needs to be done. Okay, 
So we're back in Hawaii, which means Hina is Maui's mother. Interestingly enough, this week's episode involves a powerful mo'o known as kuna. And the eel in last week's episode was named tuna. So once again, we see an exchange in letters. This time it's a K and T. following is a legend from the Pacific original story and is based on cultural records. The powerful Mo'okuna watched Maui enter his canoe and leave his mother Hina to go fishing. Hina gathered her things and began crafting the finest kapa cloth in Hawaii. Kuna scurried to Hina, puffed his chest to show his majesty, even though such a lowly goddess would never be worthy of a mo'o like Kuna. Uninterested in starting a relationship, she ignored the mo'o. Kuna was taken aback How could a meager goddess resist a mo'o like Kuna? Perhaps she wasn't as intelligent as Kuna gave her credit for. Kuna tried getting Hina's attention. However, the goddess remained uninterested. Kuna was seething, and while he could transform into a handsome human, he never did, because he felt His mo'o form was perfection. Kuna towered over Hina and said, I am the land's most powerful mo'o, Kuna. This land and everything on it belongs to me, so you are now mine. Be grateful. I am bestowing you the honor of being with me. Hina was repulsed. No. I am not interested. Please leave me alone. The goddess gathered her things and went towards her cave beside the waterfall. Frustration and confusion boiled Kuna's blood until his feelings reduced into pure rage. Kuna used his mighty tail to whack a boulder at Hina. The boulder missed the goddess. She looked back and understood, if Kuna couldn't have her, no one can. Hina was unprepared for battle and raced for her cave. Kuna whacked more boulders at her. A boulder smashed the cliffs beside her, triggering a landslide. Hina leapt for her shelter. Rocks displaced the air around her. Pebbles pelted her back and bottom of her feet. The landslide roared over Hina, then fell behind her. The landslide filled the cave's entrance as the goddess slid and her cave dimmed. Kuna roared his victory over the one who rejected him and decided this will be the day he kills the other goddesses. He faced Mauna Kea. His plan of killing Poliahu and her sisters danced in his mind. 
but his blood still boiled from Hina's rejection. Facing the smoldering Kilauea, its lava-stricken land with sharp, jagged rocks matched what the Mo'o felt coursed through his veins. Kuna grinned. The insignificant goddess of fire is next, for I will kill Pele. Hina got to her feet. Her cave was dark, but she was fine. The goddess sighed and began clearing debris, blocking the entrance. Clattering rocks stopped Kuna's march to Kilauea. He listened, filtering out the wind and waterfall, he verified the rocks were being moved from the cave's entrance. Hina was alive. Kuna raged and whacked a massive boulder to the blocked cave. Hina tossed a rock, sighed, and faced the rock pile. The boulder struck the pile, blasting debris at the goddess. Kuna faced the boulder wedged in Hina's cave and closed his eyes. He didn't hear Hina stir. His nostrils flared as her blood tainted the air, then drenched it like the scent of rain during a downpour. Kuna heard trickling water. The landslide rerouted the water, and it was filling the cave. Kuna roared and laughed at the pitiful woman who rejected him. As Kuna mocked Hina, a cloud over the cave rose. Maui was out at sea, but he always kept an eye towards the big island. While he was pulling in his catch, he saw the cloud lift into the space between the heavens and the land. Maui's eyes widened. The cloud was a signal that something was wrong with Hina. The demigod tugged his catch into his canoe, bashed it with his club, grabbed his paddle, and headed home. Fueled by confusion and urgency, Maui was back at the big island in a few strokes. But the land didn't stop him as the demigod beached his canoe and continued Maui's speed and swiftness was so great that when Kuna heard Maui start paddling, the demigod was disembarking his canoe below the mo'o to save Hina. Kuna sneered at Maui. I'll show this insignificant demigod who rules this land. Kuna reared up to pounce Maui. Maui heard Kuna and faced him. The demigod's piercing eyes froze the mo'o and drained Kuna's confidence. Kuna tried shoring up his courage. The demigod drew his club and bashed the boulder, blocking the cave. The force of the impact blew water from the falls into Kuna's face. The boulder was shattered and water drained from the cave. Maui ran in and found his unconscious mother. He revived her, and Hina woke. He asked what happened. Hina said Kuna the Mo'o did this and harassed her. Maui crushed a rock in his hand. 
grabbed his spear, picked up his club, and ran out. Kuna heard what happened in the cave. The Mo'o's mouth formed a grin. I will be known for killing Maui, Hina, and Pele in a single day. Kuna heard Maui running out to meet him, and the Mo'o readied himself. Maui emerged, holding his club and spear, squinted against the sun, and faced the Mo'o. Kuna, I'm going to kill you for attacking my mother. Something welled up inside Kuna as he looked down upon the demigod who fished up the islands and slowed the sun. The Mo'o reared up and ran. Maui was taken aback by Kuna's fleeing, but chased him. Kuna needed to get away from Maui, but Maui was faster than Kuna thought. The Mo'o realized Maui may be strong on land, but I am stronger in water. Kuna saw several pools ahead and sprinted for them. Maui knew Mo'os were powerful water spirits and needed to stop Kuna before he reached the pools. Maui attacked Kuna with his spear, but the Mo'o dodged Maui's attacks. Kuna was beside the pools with one last chance. Maui threw his spear, but missed, and Kuna jumped into the pool. Maui attacked Kuna. However, it was useless, for the Mo'o was in his element. Kuna laughed and mocked Maui's feeble attacks. Maui yelled for Kuna to stop being a coward and face him. Hui, demigod, a woman said. Having trouble with a mo'o, Maui faced the woman. Her hair blew in the wind and fire glinted in her eyes as her lips twisted into a smirk. It was the goddess of fire. Pele. Sorry, we went a little overtime on this one. See you next week for part two. One last thing before we go, you might have heard the word hui. Hui is a Hawaiian word used to get someone's attention, like yo. Once again, hui is a Hawaiian word used to to get someone's attention. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho.